Hello, welcome to another episode of It's a Book Thing, a book lover's podcast. Today, um, I am here with Ben again. All right. Get to be the special guest on the podcast three straight weeks. So exciting. Yeah, it's super great. And um, today we're going to be doing Lord of the, a Lord of the Rings episode. And it's going to be super fun. One pod to rule them all. Yeah, and we're going to start with sorting um, the Fellowship and a couple other people. Yeah, I think for me, when I was growing up, Lord of the Rings was the big fantasy book that you read uh, when you hit a certain age. There really wasn't kind of this middle grade fantasy uh, book collection that there is now where there's all sorts of titles that are really fun and are written expressly for kind of teens and young adults. Um, When I was growing up, um, Lord of the Rings was kind of the gateway. Uh, There were some other things, but I think that um, it's my favorite book series. I read it every year for many, many years. Um, I've listened to it on tape, cassette tape, and CD as well. Um, I think today when we do the sorting, though, we're going to focus so everybody is aware on kind of the movie version of characters from the Lord of the Rings books because they'll be more familiar and because um, the movies increase kind of the role of a lot of the female characters. um, And we want to make sure that we, we capture some of them in this podcast. Yeah. My experience with Lord of the Rings is just watching them um, a lot, like a lot, a lot, like too much, a lot, but I'm kidding. Mm. It's not too much, a lot. I would never say that. Never. But, um, yeah, I watched them a lot when I was like, what, when did we read them or listen to them? Uh, we listened to them on CD on a road trip to California, uh, three years ago. Wasn't I like 10? Yep. So you would have been 10 when we listened to them. Yeah. So I was like 10 when we first read them. I really liked them. It was cool. I think we've watched the movies before that. Yes. So I was like a little bit familiar, but I was also kind of surprised because there's a lot of stuff that they didn't have in the movie. I don't think it's like, like there's a lot of things like I a think, lot of singing. Yes. Yeah, so a lot, a lot of, of poetry. Yeah. I don't know if mom's that upset about this. And a lot of Tom Bombadillo. Yeah, but there was just a lot, like, that they, like, skipped. Like, the whole other Hobbit village, they just, like... Mm-hmm. Like, I'm pretty sure there's one scene in the movie where it's, like, he's the one writer's questioning. Yep. <laughs> one scene where they show that advice, and they don't yeah. really get into the lore of some of these things. Yep, which is quite exciting. And I think that's part of the impact that Tolkien has had on all of these other fantasy writers, is that he went so deep into the lore, right? Like, he essentially wrote his own Bible in the similar Cimmerillion, um, you know, which is the basis for all of the lore. And then the geography is really well-defined. And so when they're marching around, you can look at the map and kind of know where it is. And that was all pretty exciting for me when I was young. He also, like, didn't he literally invent an entire language for his book? Multiple. Multiple languages for his book. Like, that, like that's incredible. It's great, yeah. So when you hear the actors speaking Elvish in the book, they are speaking the language that Tolkien wrote. Do they do that in the movie? Like, do they speak that language in the mm-hmm. movie? Yes. Wow, it's incredible. Yep. It's not just gibberish. See, that's a language I would learn. Like, I mean... Yeah, why don't they offer that in school? I know. Like, that would be super helpful if everyone just, like, spoke Elvish. It's just as helpful as Latin, you which think- nobody really speaks anymore. It's like... 
the nerd language. Like if you yeah. like if you're a bookworm, just like walk up to a person and be like, "What's it? What's it? Hellish word?" Yeah. Hello, friend. Like or friend. What's it, the word friend in Elvish? I I don't remember. You put me on the spot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But like if Bella. you. Yeah, but if you like just said that to people and then like you'd know if they're like a bookworm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well. It would be cool. Um. So. Um, do you want to get into the sorting or anything else you'd like to add? No, that sounds great. Let's go ahead and sort. We're not going to stick to just the fellowship characters. We're gonna we're gonna bounce around to quite a few characters from the from the story, focusing on their movie iteration. Although I might end in add in some Tom Bombadil type singing throughout the podcast. Wait, do we sort Tom Bombadil? No, we don't have to sort Tom Bombadil. That would be. Does he is he just like a Hufflepuff? Like, or. I, I don't know. He seems to transcend sorting. Yeah. Because he just holds the ring in his hand and laughs like, ha this thing is so silly. But essentially all three books are about how seriously evil the the ring is. And he's just like, this thing is silly. Wow. You guys can keep it. Okay. <laughs> it's a bit, you know. Okay. Um, Where do you want to start? Maybe Gandalf? Gandalf. Oh, that's a great one. Do you think he's a Ravenclaw? He feels like a Ravenclaw. Like, just, like, very, very Ravenclaw. Like, I don't know about Hufflepuff. Like, he's loyal, but he doesn't, like, it's not, like, Hufflepuff loyal. Yeah, I think what what's interesting about Lord of the Rings, I think, is the role that magic plays in the universe. It's not kind of this kind of yeoman magic that like it is in harry potter where like there's a people there's a large group of people and they're magical and there's all these kind of explicit spells that they can cast magic in in lord of the Rings seems to be more connected to kind of nature and the natural world and it doesn't seem to be so supernatural um and so like when i was thinking about well would he just be a Gryffindor, you know, because he's so brave and, you know, he reminds me a lot of Dumbledore. Um, I think, I think you're probably right. I think Ravenclaw is probably it. Yeah. Right? Also, I'm coming from a place where I kind of think Dumbledore is a Ravenclaw. Like, yeah. I don't know how Gryffindor he is. It's true. Like, I just don't see it. <laughs> yeah. We can litigate that another day. Yes, we will. I think, I think Gandalf, because he's so steeped in lore and... When he needs to, like, find stuff out, he goes to the library. I know. It's like... You know? It's a very Hermione trait. <laughs> Gandalf and Hermione in the library restricted section together in Minas Tirith. So, technically, the, um, the relation to Hermione kind of strengthens the Gryffindor thing because, like... Yeah. Like, type of a Gryffindor, like, yeah. Ravenclaw. I'm going to stick with, with Ravenclaw again. Me too. Yeah. Nobody's all one thing. Yeah. Cool. Let's, um... Why don't we do Samwise Gamgee? Wow, I wonder what he is. Yeah, this this one probably not debatable at all. I think Sam's a puff. Yeah, such a puff. He's the most puff possible. I mean, he's a brave, very very brave puff, but mm-hmm. he's a puff nonetheless. Yep, yep. He carries all the stuff. He looks after Frodo. He carries Frodo at one point. <laughs> yeah, it's very puff like. He carries the ring. Um, the only other house that I could think. That uh, that Sam could be in would be uh, Slothendor, <laughs> the house we made up in the last episode, because when he possesses and puts on the ring in the book, 
he envisions a giant forest and being like this uber gardener. And then when he comes back to the Shire, he plants the the seed that Gladriel gave him and a giant golden tree grows in the Shire. Wow. Right? And so like his care for nature, I think, makes him a strong candidate to be Slothundor, but I think Hufflepuff is correct for him. Yeah, I feel like a lot of Hufflepuff might be Slothundor. Maybe they just didn't find their true calling. That's right. Or maybe they did, but like, you know, maybe some. That's right. Now, now I think I've got a pretty controversial one. It's going to be hard. Boromir. Boromir. Mm. Oh. Yeah. I mean, like, hmm. Is Boromir a Slytherin? Or a Gryffindor. Or is he a Gryffindor? I mean... I think it's a tough call. He's like Harry Potter, but like, you know. Yeah. It's like that kind of debate where it's like, he'd want to be Gryffindor. Like, he'd yes. be like that one person. He probably like, sees himself as a Gryffindor. Yeah, and he like, he just like does, he's like, I'm a Gryffindor. I have nothing to do with Slytherins. Yeah. Yeah, I think in the same way that the Horcrux and Harry kind of pulls out the more Slytherin attributes that he has, it seems like the pull of the ring kind of pulls out the Slytherin traits that Boromir could have. Like, his ambition is to save his people, right? And he feels that way with or without the influence of the ring, but with the influence of the ring, it becomes kind of this maniacal thing, right, where he tries to take it from Frodo so that he can go save his people. Yeah, and he'd, like, do anything to do that, which is a Slytherin thing, like, you're trying to do anything to win, like, you're trying to complete your ambition. But, like, is he more Gryffindor because of the steps that he takes to complete that? Because I feel like a lot of the things I can, like, because Gryffindors and Slytherins can both be very ambitious, but I think it, like, very much determined the steps they would take. Yeah, you're right. I think, like, Lord Denethor, his father is 100% Slytherin. Yeah, it's like, who yeah. do you think his, what do you think his brother is? Like, he feels kind oh, of... Oh, Faramir, Faramir feels, like, kind of Hufflepuffish. Yeah, but also sort of Ravenclaw. I don't know. Yeah. So I, I am putting Boromir in the camp, controversially, of Gryffindor. I, and I know there's, like, this, no wizard have ever, has ever gone bad who wasn't in Slytherin. But, like, I, I really feel like he has the attributes of Gryffindor and that he only kind of takes the heel turn because of the pull of the ring. I mean, like, literally all of them, like, well, almost all of them have that thing. Like, Frodo even, like, ended up doing that. Yep. Yep, so next on the list. Um, Gollum? Um, sorry. Sure, we can do Gollum next. Okay, um, Gollum. Wait, should we do both? Smeagol and Gollum? Yes, we should. <laughs> I feel like we should, because then we get different answers. Like, we don't see very much Smeagol, like, not that yeah, We see him murder somebody, so maybe... But that's the ring. Like, didn't we just say that Boromir... It's hard to sort people who are under the influence of, of the ring. Yes, especially if you don't see them beforehand. Yeah. So living deep in a cave and eating raw fish I mean, it's and not murdering very, people. It's not very ambitious, so it doesn't feel very <laughs> slithering. It doesn't feel very... He's not ambitious at all. He's been in this cave for a hundred years. I mean, it's not very ambitious. He gets super excited when a goblin falls and he gets to eat the goblin. It's not, not ambitious. 
<laughs> is is good. I don't know if we can sort Gollum. Yeah, because he's not loyal to anyone. He's no. not ambitious. No. He's not brave. No. And, and he's not smart. Yeah, he's not like wise. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Let's. Is maybe, he sloth and claw? Since he lives in a cave. I. But does he love nature? No. No, not really. Okay, yeah, I don't know if we can sort him. Yeah, I think Gollum doesn't make it past the Hogwarts entrance exam, I think. Yeah, he could just... (laughs) (laughs) All right, let's do, um, let's do Lady Awen. Um, from the country of Rohan. I think that, I think that hers is pretty easy. It is. I think that she is a Gryffindor. She's like 100% a Gryffindor. I love that part in the movie. I just loved it so much. Yep. She is no man. I know. I loved it. It was the best. Yeah, I think, um, I think she could have some puff in her too because she's very loyal to her family. And her kingdom, but she's. She's very sad as well. Yeah, yeah. She definitely has, like, a melancholy sadness yeah. throughout, you know, that... Which is that very e- fair. It's kind of like a quarantine sadness sort of thing. Yeah, it's, it's like she's been in quarantine. She sort of was. Definitely was. You know, while Theoden was under the influence of Soromon, there wasn't much going on. Very sad. Like, she's very, very loyal. But, like, I feel like she's more Gryffindor. Like, she wants to fight. She wants to go on the sports. She, like... Yep. She sneaks away to fight. Like, she's very Gryffindor. Yeah, I think I think that one's pretty good. Um, now I've got another curveball for you. Let's sort Treebeard. Treebeard? Oh, my. I feel like he's Ravenclaw. Like, I... You think... You he's, think he's a Ravenclaw? I don't know. He just, like... He's very slow. He, like... He's kind. He like feels like he would think a lot, and like his like debate. He's very slow, like. But yeah. maybe he's so slow because he's thinking, and he wants to find the perfect words, and he wants to find the perfect. I'm very sorry about that. That was a clock. I'm very very sorry. But anyway, um. But he's very like maybe he's just trying to find the perfect words. Yeah, yeah. I think um we joked about not sorting Tom Bombadil, but in the movie. Treebeard kind of takes on a lot of the attributes of Tom Bombadil. And in the extended cut, he actually does some of the things that Bombadil does. And so I think we are kind of by proxy sorting Bombadil. I think that he would be like the head of house for Slothendor. Oh my goodness, yes. See, it's nice when you invent it out because then you don't have to sort the hard ones. You can be like... Well, we made it up, so we get to say. Yeah, but he is the shepherd of the trees and, you know, protector of the forest. And so I think if anybody was going to kind of be the head of that house, it would be Treebeard. Yeah. So our, our hypothetical house, I would... I would. Someone could make a really pretty art about that, like him holding up, like some kids, like doing some magic. Yeah. That would be like, that would look yeah. really cool. Ten points to Slothendorf. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we've only got a couple more here. Um, who do you want to do? Anybody else from the Fellowship? Any of the other hobbits? Um, I feel like it would be good to sort the rest of the Fellowship. It's just good to be able to get those people. Okay. Even though some of them can be very, very oddly. I mean, like, who's Gimli? Like, <laughs> Yeah, what is, who is Gimli? Feels very Gryffindor. Like, I mean. Yeah, I. He could be Huff, like, as well. Like, I feel like he's, like, also very Huffy. 
Yeah, that's that's where I was gonna kind of go. I felt like maybe he would be a Hufflepuff. He's very he's very loyal, and like once he becomes a part of the group, he's incredibly committed to the actions of the group, like in a collective kind of way, where he's not necessarily seeking personal glory, although he is looking to kill one more orc than Legolas pretty consistently, and drink one more beer. It doesn't go well for him. Yeah, he's very competitive, but I I think Hufflepuff. Yeah, I I think Hufflepuff, Hufflepuff, I I don't know, whatever the combined of Gryffindor, (laughs) Gryffindor? Okay. Gryffindor. Are we making hybrid houses now too? Yes, he's Gryffindor. (laughs) We used to have north, south, east, and west, now we have northwest and southeast. Yeah, but now we have Gryffindor, which is what I'm giving him. Gryffindor. Gryffindor. Okay. All right, what about Legolas? Um, I mean, like, I kind of feel Ravenclaw from him, but, like, you know, I don't know, I don't, I feel like that's just, like, I'm being influenced by elf thing and not an actual Legolos thing. Yeah, like, I feel like elves in general would be more Ravenclaw. They live for so long and they seem so wise, I think, as a result of their immortality. Um, Legolos definitely is very brave, and he is very loyal. Is he ambitious? Um, I would love it if one of them was Slytherin. That would be I, so I great. Was, yeah, I mean, I think Legolas is probably a Ravenclaw. I was trying to put one of the members of the Fellowship in Slytherin. I mean, he can be very competitive. Because I think I think the problem is you associate Slytherin only with kind of negative wizards. But like... There's probably a lot of great wizards who are good who are in Slytherin, right? And they might not be good in the sense that they're, like, super loyal, like a Hufflepuff, but they're, like, people who are maybe determined to make things better, but they're very ambitious about the way they do it. I almost imagine Percy Weasley would have probably been a Slytherin. He is. They're like, isn't he Gryffindor? He's either a Slytherin or Ravenclaw. How did he get into Gryffindor? You know. How? You know, and so I was hoping that we could find somebody in the Fellowship who was like that, so you could see kind of like, well, Slytherin doesn't Slytherin doesn't have to be synonymous with evil. I know. It's like... Right? I mean, he can be competitive and like sort of ambitious, but it's not... I feel like he's like... He just... How is he Ravenclaw, though? Like, I don't remember... Like, he can be like sort of Ravenclaw, sort of wise, but like in his actions, he can be a Gryffindor. So like, I don't... Like, I don't know. Okay, yeah. We can put him We can put him in Gryffindor. I just, like, I don't know if I see Ravenclaw completely. Because he, like, I agree that he can be wise and stuff. But he just feels like, in his actions and the way he does things, feels like a Gryffindor sort of yeah. thing. All right, we'll, we'll stick with Gryffindor. Uh, what about Pippin? Is he the Slytherin of the group? That... <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, I mean, I have a Pippin at home. He's my dog. Super great. Pippin's not a Slytherin. Pippin the pup isn't, and Pippin the character isn't. I mean, Pippin, our dog, is the most Pippin ever. Yeah. yeah. Like, he's just so Pip. Yeah. I I feel like Pippin is probably a Hufflepuff. I feel like where maybe elves skew Ravenclaw, hobbits probably skew Hufflepuff. And Slothin 
Dor. And Slavendor, yeah. Yeah, they're all very loyal to each other. Very nature-y. You know, they're all very true to their nature, right? And they are very interested in the things that grow, you know, and the brewing of ales and the smoking of pipe weed and chilling. Yeah. Like, I feel like out of all the groups in The Hobbit, we would probably enjoy hanging out with Hobbits the most. I know. I feel like dwarves would be super intense and be like... Yeah. I mean, you could probably have a great party with some dwarves, but you'd only want it to happen one night. And then never again. And then never again, yeah. (laughs) And then I feel like elves would be a bit like, I don't know. Do you like salads and harps? (laughs) I mean, like, I have no problem with salads and harps. I just don't know. Yeah. Maybe it would be super cool to meet any of them, but, like, right. you know. Yeah, I think, I think Pippin, Hufflepuff. Yeah, he's such a Hufflepuff. I think Mary, Hufflepuff. Hufflepuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Both very Hufflepuff. Yeah, so the, the Fellowship is basically filled with Puffs oh. and Gryffindors and then Gandalf the Ravenclaw. What about Frodo, though? Frodo Baggins. Wouldn't it be amazing if he was Slytherin? If it's a tie between yeah, but, Slytherin and Gryffindor, I'm making him Slytherin. Yeah, but what? He's not, though. Like, he's not really ambitious. Like, after he got the ring, like, he kind of... Like, he wanted to complete his journey. But that's not really ambitious so much as, like, he's being... Just seeing things through. Yeah, and being, like, a little bit loyal, a little bit brave. And so, like, he's probably a Gryffindor. I just really would have loved it if he was Slytherin, the main yeah. character. I do know a Slytherin. Who? Soromon. <laughs> Thanks, Dad. You're I mean, but he is like classic Slytherin, right? Like, he probably starts out as a Ravenclaw. He's super interested in exploring the way things work. And then it just goes askew and he's so ambitious. He wants to be the Lord of the Rings. Even though the Lord of the Rings does not share power. <laughs> Um, yeah, and then let's sort Sauron. Ooh, okay. Sauron. Which one is he again? The giant eye. The giant eye. Okay, I'm sorry. I just... Sauron and Sauron. You invented an entire language. <laughs> Yet. Yeah, it is It is tough. Um, we can't sort Sauron. He's kind of like Gollum. He, he kind of lives outside. He wouldn't make it into Hogwarts. <sighs> so, um, and then... We we did do Aragorn, who I think is like a pretty clear Gryffindor. Mm, yeah. You know what about uh, Lady Arwen? Um. Wow. You know she her for in her first scene she comes in and she saves Frodo and she fights off all of the Black Riders. Yeah, I, yeah, she feels sort of Gryffindor. Yeah, I feel like she's Gryffindor in the way she acts and the way she does things. Like, again, like the natural incantation to Ravenclaw, but I feel like she's Gryffindor in the way she acts. And, like, I feel like a future podcast is we should find Slytherins in books who are also her part of the hero group. Oh, that would be amazing. Slytherin. Let's, let's, let's. Because we just went through all the Lord of the Rings, you know, kind of protagonist, and none of them fell into Slytherin. Yeah. And so I think that there's probably some... 
I think maybe also, I feel like with maybe newer books, there might be more Slytherins in it because they, I feel like in some books they can give their characters more flaws. More nuance, yeah. Yeah, more like, they, and I'm not saying Slytherin's flawed, like, obviously, no, but I mean, like, make them more ambitious or less just, I want to rescue that person or I want to do, like, just basically, I want to rescue someone, I want to rescue that person. Like, Yeah, I, I think, like... The really interesting characters in in the Lord of the Rings stories are kind of Frodo, who's going through, like, kind of being torn apart, and Boromir, who's being kind of torn apart a little bit. And the rest of the characters kind of have their nature, and the, the hobbits get to be more brave as the thing goes on, so they get to kind of transition from Hufflepuff to Gryffindor-like traits. But nobody has kind of that half-dark side that you would kind of associate with a Slytherin with, like, maybe a little bit more, like... I I don't know if maybe you could think of it as kind of scheming, you know, but you can also scheme towards, like, positive outcomes. Yeah. I also think another one would be resorting Hogwarts, like, from Harry Potter, because there's a lot of... Stay tuned. There'll be a couple really exciting episodes coming up soon. Is there anybody else in Lord of the Rings that you wanna? Um, I don't. I don't think so. Um, I feel like we've addressed a lot of the characters. Um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe no. I feel like a lot of them are just like very obvious, and you don't really like need like because a lot of them are just like obviously Gryffindor, obviously Hufflepuff, like. Oh, wait, what about Bilbo? Bilbo Baggins. Ooh, probably Hufflepuff, really. But um, <laughs> maybe another slot. Yeah, I mean, he, he could be the Ravenclaw of Hobbits because he did write the Red Book, which is kind of like his accounting of the Hobbit and the Lord of the Rings. Like, almost like he wrote them. Yeah, which um, is and he did a lot of research, and he he drew a lot of maps, and he he wrote a song for Aragorn that they recited at a party that was pretty exciting. Yeah, that was really cool. You know, and so maybe he's the kind of the as Ravenclaw as a Hobbit can get. Yeah, I feel like I just got a natural implantation till puff. Yep. Okay. Well, that was fun. I really enjoyed doing that. Yeah. Sorting my favorite book. Yeah, that was really good, and I really enjoyed that. Um, so this has been really fun. I really enjoyed doing this episode. Um, did you enjoy this? Yeah. Anything we would like I, to add? No, I mean, not unless you want to start reciting poetry from Lord of the Rings with me. Um. Well, I don't really know any. Okay. I mean, like... We can do a whole 30-minute episode of me reading poetry in Elfish in the future. Maybe I'll give... I'll just, like, release a five-minute episode as, like, a bonus where (laughs) he just recites poetry. And you can listen to it if you want. Yeah. Or maybe you won't. That'd be great. (laughs) But, um, yeah, this has been really fun. Um, We're going to try to start releasing episodes every Wednesday now. And um, I'm sorry for, like couple episodes has been like a bit like random dates random times so i'm going to be trying to release an episode every wednesday from now on and so um this has been great um bye